I just want to give you some reflection. I'm aware we have children over here, so I'm not going to take too long um, uh, with, with, with what we are sharing. But when Pastor Lynn sent a message that I, I, I would specifically bring a message of reflection today after the cantata, I was wondering, what else should I say? And then my son annoyed me this week. He annoyed me so much. You know that time when you're annoyed and your nose grows fat? Okay? Nose grows fat. But I remember one and he did something. I'm not going to go into the details of it. Um, but I remembered something that a friend of mine told me. She's actually a teacher. She, she told me, I was sharing with her something that happened. And she says, don't you know? It's, 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 a, it's a wonder because this child is, re, is, um, is experiencing this thing for the very first time. And uh, I was like, you know what, you're right. Many of the things that this child was experience, is experiencing for the very first time and not necessarily have understood the consequences of his actions, but he is learning. And it got me to think about what I was going to share with you guys today. And so allow me just to share with you from the book of Matthew chapter 18. From the book of Matthew chapter 18, quickly, um, and then we'll be out. Matthew chapter 18 uh, and verse 3 says this. Let me just read from verse 1 so you would understand the, the context. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child and had him stand among them. And he said, I tell you the truth. Unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles themselves like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Father, I've heard it said, a moment with you, even a brief moment with you, is life-changing. So, would you speak through your word today? Amen. So, today, I'm going to ask you to just think about it. What can these children you've seen here and the ones around you teach you? Because these children, in as much as they are learning from you, I think there are many things that Jesus was telling his context. Let us learn from the children around us. Let us learn from the children. And I'm wondering, what can I learn from my children? So this week, I have been praying that God would be teaching me from my children. In as much as my son made my nose grow fat. The first thing that I'm learning from my children, and we can learn from children, is character. For some of you, you are employers or you are supervisors over some. And indeed, one of the Fascinating things about being a supervisor over somebody or being an employer is this. Our biggest frustration is can you trust those who are under you to deliver? Can they actually deliver? Can they work without supervision? And that, guys, cannot be trained at the office. That one, you employ and you hope that that person that's there will bring that. In other words, okay, you can't 
you can't teach a new employee trust. You can't teach an employee character. You cannot. That one, they do come with themselves. And so we at Nairobi Chapel, when we are hiring, we hire much more for character than it is for competence. Because competence you can get anytime, but character, that would be hard. And so there's something here that we can learn from our children. And our children, I tell you, persevere. Because we keep on telling our children, don't do this, don't do that. In fact, we say no more than we say any other word to our children. But character is something that is very, very unique that we can learn from children. And let me explain. Paul, talking to the church in Rome, mentioned this about our faith. He says this in, in chapter 5 of, of the book of Romans. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings or in our, um, or in our challenges, other versions will put it, because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And this hope does not disappoint. Character is at the essence of these children. We're in the process of shaping them. And the interesting thing you tell about, once you set a boundary for a child, that begins to shape their character. And I want to suggest to you, when Jesus was saying, unless you become like one of these, you shall not enter the kingdom of God. I suggest to you, there is also a shaping of our character that needs to happen. Because I will, I will just be honest with you guys. I am messed up. I have so much I need to learn. God needs to shape me into and mold me into the person of Jesus Christ. Sijafika. And this is what my children are continuing to teach me. Because there are times I snap at my, at my kids out of anger. I'm, I'm tired and all that. And, and I hear myself say, Goi, what has... What has this child got to do with your, your madhinas of the day? And God continues to tell me, Goi, learn. You, you, you need to be much more patient with these children because I, I also need to, I'm also patient with you. Children are teaching us character development. And I hope that you could begin to appreciate this about the children around you. Number two, I would like to also say when Jesus was talking to this, is, talking about these children is, unless you become like them, it's childlike faith. Now, my daughter, my daughter, I am her hero. Even though you guys don't think I'm, I'm a hero, my daughter thinks I'm, a, I'm, her, I'm her hero. And she believes almost everything that I tell her. There's a game we do when I touch her, her nose like this and then do this. I say, I've touched your, I've got your nose. And, and she kind of freaks out. She could even run to the mirror and see is her nose there. She just believes everything that I say. There was a time she was on, on, on uh, I'm teaching her how to jump in the, in the swimming pool. And uh, I told her, jump. And she just jumped. 
Okay? Because she does what? She trusts her father. Okay? Niko hapo depend telling her, wait, 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 let me go to the shallow end. She just jumps. Okay? Because she knows her father will, will catch her. I want to suggest to you that this is some of the things that Jesus was alluding to. Trusting God. Trusting God. This childlike faith, as we've read in Matthew chapter 18, is imperative for our walk and faith. We cannot just by saying, yes, I'm a believer. I believe in Jesus Christ. But do you truly believe and trust that whatever circumstance that you're going through, that God has this in time? That God will pull through for you. Lastly, guys, as I finish, I think Jesus is calling us to have a posture of a learner. So, um, <laughs> we've been teaching our kids, you know, kutumia kijiko, you know, and then now to the fork and the knife. It's, it's, it's a messy thing, but it's happening. But when there's days of Ugali, why are you using a fork and a knife? Okay? So, I'm there eating with my hands and, you know, when we eat our fish. Hallelujah, man. That's my favorite, eh? And I'm eating the fish. You know me, I'm just eating. And I realized that my kids also eating the same way I'm eating. And it's not that I told them how to do it, but they've been watching how to call it in the luo mwenyo. You know, you get that ugali, you know, you do it like this, okay? And then you wake at that kind of thing, and then you understand what I'm saying, yeah? <laughs> and imagine I was seeing my kids doing the same thing. Nobody told them how to do it, but they've been looking at how. Their dad has been doing this. Imagine they are doing other things that I'm not necessarily telling them, but they are in always having a posture of learning. When you stop learning, my brothers and sisters, stop growing. Listen to what the writer of Proverbs says. My son, do not despise, Proverbs chapter 3 verse 11 and 12, do not despise the Lord's discipline. And do not resent his rebuke because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son, as a father, the son he delights in. It is important we recognize that God is always teaching us something. And these children that you have here are learning. They've learned dance moves. <laughs> okay? And I bet you, five years from now, if you just refresh, they will already remember this particular thing. They will be learning, and they are learning. They continue to learn. And that's the beauty about being a child. They are always learning. And I suggest to you, the best place to begin learning is right from here. The right of the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything in it. Then your ways will be prosperous and successful. This is a good teacher. Do we have that heart of a child to learn from our master, our Lord, our father? These are some of the things our children can teach us.
He said, I won't take too long. Shall we pray? Thank you, Father God, for the children in our homes, in our community, the children around us, in our neighborhoods. Father, there is a reason why they are there. You say in your word, don't hinder these children to come to me. For such are like those who come to the kingdom of heaven. Indeed, there is so much we can learn. I have just pointed out three things, though not exhaustive. These are things that stand out. That Lord, we indeed need to continue to be in the place of forming our character and shaping it into the person of Jesus Christ. That Lord, we would be a people who trust you for who you are, God. And just like a child trusts their parents or an authority figure, Father, may we do the same. And more so, Father God, I pray that, Lord, we would always be having a learning spirit. Very slow to judge or to dismiss healthy critiques and criticism, constructive criticism. Recognizing rebuke and correction. Having the posture of saying, I don't know, teach me. Because, Father God, you are ready to teach us many things. So we thank you for the children around us. And we pray that Lord God will continue to remind us that this is what you want and require of us. A child-like character before you. Thank you, Father God, for today. I'm not going to take it for granted that there might be people here in our congregation or watching us online who have never made a decision to follow Jesus Christ. But you have heard from these young children about the person of Jesus Christ. You have heard from the message today and the testimonies that Jesus Christ is Lord. Maybe this Christmas season is the time that you can make this decision to follow Jesus Christ. So from where you're sitting, I'm going to give you this opportunity. If you've never made a decision to follow Jesus Christ, this could be you. Please pray this prayer with me if you've never done that before. Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Today I choose to believe in you as the Lord and Savior of my life. Forgive me of my sin. Come and dwell in me with your spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. And Father, for those who may have prayed this prayer, I pray that Lord God, your hand of blessing will be upon them. That you would continue to direct them. And we welcome them into the house and the family of God today. We pray that Lord God, you would fill them with your spirit. Empower them to do great works for you. To walk in a life that is fruitful. To walk in a life that honors and glorifies you. A life of faith in your son, Jesus Christ. Amen.